Hi, I'm Mark Tross. This is Greatest of All New Covenant Messages, Part 2. Today we're talking about seeing life from God's view out of James chapter 1, verse 12. Blessed, happy, to be envied is the man who is patient under trial and stands up under temptation. For when he has stood the test and been approved, he will receive the victor's crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. James chapter 1, verse 12. All of God's promises are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Let none or any of us never ever read the word of God as coming from anyone other than God himself. This book, the Bible, is God's love letter to the world, signed with the precious blood of Jesus on the cross of Calvary, sealed by the Holy Spirit upon the life of each and every believer everywhere around the world, and delivered by God Almighty, our Father, who art in heaven. The Ten Commandments were written by God and given to Moses upon the mountain for all people everywhere, while the nation of Israel felt the quaking of the mountain and saw with their own eyes the glory of God upon it. Let us not say that when we are tempted, we are tempted from God, for God is incapable of being tempted by what is evil, and he himself tempts no one. Jesus, when he walked the face of earth as man, was tempted in every way that you and I are, but he did not sin. If and when we are drawn away, enticed and baited, it is by our own evil desires, lusts and passions. When we are t take these evil desires into ourselves, when we conceive them, they give birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully matured, brings forth death. Do not be deceived or misled, for God is not mocked, and the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal, everlasting, the abundant life in Christ Jesus. He was tested and tempted so that we could withstand the wiles of the devil and overcome this present world of darkness by the light of life shining within us. He suffered and died so that we wouldn't have to. If you die to self, take off, shed the sinful nature, and put on the full armor of God, then you can and will come against anything the enemy throws your way. Going through fiery trials? Welcome to the Christian life. Jesus told us in this world we would have tribulation, but to be of good cheer, for he is with us always and we have the victory in his holy and precious name. He'll take us through the fire without being burned and through the flood without us drowning. We will come forth as gold fit for his use in his kingdom. Nobody said that it was going to be easy, but I can guarantee you that whatever you're going through, or will go through in the future, will be worth it. We are blessed of the Lord. If you are not happy, then you should at least be joyful in the Lord Jesus. His joy is our strength. Be patient in whatever you are facing today, because he is more than patient with us. He is long-suffering, and we should be also. After you have done everything you can to stand, stand therefore. His grace his favor is sufficient for us in every situation. Jesus withstood every test he took, and God has approved him. He is seated at the right hand of God, our Heavenly Father. Crown him with many crowns, and crown him Lord of all. He is the victor, and we have the victory as more than conquerors through Christ. Do you love him? If so, you will receive the promised crown of life 
in Jesus' name. Made to last forever, Philippians chapter 3, verse 7. But whatever former things I had that might have been gains to me, I have come to consider as one combined loss for Christ's sake. Philippians chapter 3, verse 7. What a privilege and honor it is for us as believers to look into the perfect word of God and share in the lives of those who have gone before us. We are able to share in the experiences, ups, downs, ins, and outs of those who found faith and others who denied their God. The decisions and actions that we make and take in this present life determine our outcome for all eternity. When God breathed His Holy Spirit into mankind and creation, we became a living soul. Though the outer man is faded, wasting away, our soul was made by God, our Creator, to last forever. The truth within God's Holy Word reveals to all who would seek and look into it the deepest, darkest secrets of man. Jesus, when he walked upon this earth, looked into the very heart of man. God is no respecter of persons. Whatever your title, position, rank, status, class, nationality, or wherever you may be on the social, political, or economic scale, as seen through the eyes of this world, God is only concerned with one thing. What have you done with his son, Jesus? Where are you going in him? You may be able to impress your friends, neighbors, co-workers, classmates, or family, but either way, someday we all must appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Those who lose this earthly, temporal life will gain eternal, everlasting life in Jesus. Apart from him, we can do nothing. We must die to self in order to receive the abundant life in his holy and precious name. Yesterday is gone. Only what is done in love, by his grace matters, and will last forever. Lay down all the things of this world that will so easily beset you from walking in the Lord's will and way, according to his word, and you will live the resurrection life in Jesus' name. Made to last forever. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. But on the contrary, as the scripture says, What eye has not seen, and ear has not heard, and has not entered into the heart of man, all that God has prepared, made and keeps ready for those who love him, that is, for those who hold him in affectionate reverence, promptly obeying him, and gratefully recognizing the benefits he has bestowed. Isaiah chapter 64 verse 4 Isaiah chapter 65, verse 17, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. Why did the rulers of this age or world crucify the Lord of glory? Because they did not perceive, recognize, or understand the things of God. But the word of God sets forth the wisdom of God, which was once hidden from the human understanding and is now revealed to us as believers by God. It is sad, but true, that the Bible... God's holy and precious word is available to all. He wishes that none would perish and all would come to repentance in Jesus' name. But many, many choose to go their own way rather than his way. God wants to lift us into the glory of his presence. We were made, created in his image, to last forever in communion and fellowship with him. 
Why would anyone decide not to follow him according to his word, will, and way? The world is not blinded by the light, but kept in the darkness of their own sin. The light of God's word chases away the darkness so that we can see the truth. Jesus is truth. The truth sets us free from sin and death, but we must make the decision and choice to receive him as Lord and Savior. He who the Son sets free is free indeed. God's secret concerning what he has done through Christ for the salvation of men is available to all who would seek and ask for it. Seek and you shall find. Ask and you shall receive. The wisdom of this world, which shall be brought to nothing and is doomed to pass away, is foolishness to God. But his higher wisdom, that is, the knowledge of the divine plan previously hidden, has been unveiled and revealed by and through his Holy Spirit to us. Christians, believers in Jesus as Messiah Christ, the anointed one of God. The word of God opens our spiritual eyes to the things of God, allows us to perceive, know, understand, comprehend, and receive the revelations of the spirit of God. The Bible says that we have the mind of Christ. We have the ability to explore and examine everything, the bottomless things of God, the divine counsels and things hidden and beyond the natural man's scrutiny. His gifts of divine favor, grace, and blessing have been so freely lavished, bestowed upon us by God. He has given us everything we need to live our life unto him in Christ Jesus. It is not that the natural man cannot accept, welcome, or admit these truths into his heart, mind, and soul, but that he chooses not to because he loves his life of sin more than he loves his creator, God. Make a conscious effort today to know progressively recognize, understand, become better acquainted with God, your Heavenly Father, believe and receive the eternal, everlasting, and abundant life that He has for you in Jesus' name. Made to last forever, Matthew chapter 25, verse 34. Then the King will say to those at His right hand, Come, you blessed of my Father, that is, you favored of God and appointed to eternal salvation, inherit, receive as your own the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Matthew chapter 25, verse 34. The king, Jesus will cause the sheep to stand at his right hand, but the goats at his left, when all nations and peoples are gathered before him. Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 17. He is coming again soon. Maranatha, come Lord Jesus. In all of his glory, his majesty and his splendor with all the holy angels, then he'll sit on the throne of his glory. The gospel is not good news for everybody. Those who do not come to believe, cleave to, trust in and rely on Jesus as Lord and Savior are considered good-for-nothing servants and thrown into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and grinding, gnashing of teeth. God has given us all gifts and talents to use for his glory. Each and every human being on the face of the earth has a free will and is able to make a choice whether to follow after the Lord's will and way or not. If you choose wisely in this present world, according to God's holy and precious word, you will be granted the abundant, everlasting life with Jesus throughout all of eternity.
For to everyone who has will more be given, and he will be furnished richly so that he will have abundance. Matthew chapter 25, verse 29. Two plus two always equals four, and you always reap what you sow. Jesus says, whatever you have done unto the least, in the estimate of men of these, my brethren, you have done it unto me. How do you treat your loved ones, friends, family, co-workers, associates, enemies? If you give the hungry food, the thirsty something to drink, bring a stranger in, clothe the naked, visit, help and minister care to the sick, or go to see a prisoner, Isaiah chapter 58, verse 7, you have done it to Jesus, Proverbs chapter 19, verse 17. Those who fail to do these things for Jesus is unto God, will be gone from him, cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. This eternal punishment was never intended for humankind, but those who choose to follow Satan, the accuser of the brethren, live in this present darkness, remain in their fallen state of sin, have made their decision already for all of eternity. Those who are just, upright, and in right standing with God shall enter into eternal life in Christ Jesus by the Holy Spirit. Daniel chapter 12, verse 2. After in teaching and preaching on this most delicate of subjects, but most powerful and important one, Jesus spoke to his disciples about the Passover and how he, the Son of Man, would be delivered up treacherously to be crucified. Christ is our Passover lamb. And because he offered up himself as a living sacrifice in our stead, we have been redeemed, forgiven, and cleansed by his blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary. His body was broken so that we could be made whole. Let us not betray him, but go into all the world to preach, teach, and heal in Jesus' name. Made to last forever, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 6. So then, we are always full of good and hopeful and confident courage. We know that while we are at home in the body, we are abroad from the home with the Lord that is promised to us. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 6. Are you always full of good, hopeful, and confident courage? I have known and do know plenty of people that are full of a lot of things, but not God who is good all the time, hope, which never disappoints us, or confident courage in the Lord Jesus. This particular portion of scripture has stirred up a lot of things over the centuries, and it is most certainly still upon for major discussions. Are you at home in the body? This flesh, bone and blood, suit that our soul lives in, is only temporal. It is passing away, a tent whose pegs will soon be pulled up and our spirit will fly away to glory. Paul the Apostle tells us that we, as believers, shall be caught up, raptured, to be with him, Jesus, in the clouds. The earth is not our home. Heaven is. And we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We are citizens of the New Jerusalem. You, my dear sweet brothers and sisters in Jesus, are the body of Christ, and he is the head. Each and every one of us is an important member of his body here on earth, his representatives, ambassadors for Christ. As Jesus is on this earth, so are we. We are commanded by God 
in his holy and precious word, to be ye being filled continually with the Holy Spirit. His word is spirit and life, so get into it and allow it to get into you. Although we are one with our Heavenly Father, Jesus and the Holy Spirit, we see through a glass darkly, only in part, but someday, soon and very soon, we are going to see the King, we shall see him face to face. All of creation shall come before him, the light of the world. Every knee shall bow and tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So if we confess Jesus as Lord and Savior of our life, we must come to him by faith, walking by faith and not by sight or appearance. Things are not always as they seem. Either way, on earth away from him or away from home and with him, we are to be constantly ambitious and striving earnestly to be well-pleasing to him, to constantly be winning people over, persuading them that Jesus is the way, truth, and life should be our daily goal. God wishes that none would perish, but all come to repentance in Jesus' name. Seeing life from God's view, Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external, superficial customs, but be transformed, changed, by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in His sight for you. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. God has given you in the world his word so that we would come to know and accept his perfect will for our life in him. Repentance is to turn around and think differently about things pertaining to God. His way is the right way and the only way. Our thoughts should be his thoughts. As a new creation in Jesus, God has given us the mind of Christ. But unfortunately for the most of us, we are still trying to live the life of faith using our own finite brains. What most of us really need is a good brainwashing by the living water and God's holy and precious word. Just like a computer, our human brain will take garbage in and give garbage out. So we must fill our hearts and minds with the things of God. It is okay to have attitude as a believer, as long as we have a good God attitude. If you really and truly want to see the things in life from God's perspective, his good, acceptable, and perfect will in his sight for you, then you must get into his word. All of the old covenant points to the new, and all of the new covenant is fulfilled in Jesus. His word is the vision of his glory, his goodness, his tender mercies, loving kindness, and unmerited favor, God's grace. How is it that Philip the evangelist could go down to the desert road, meet the Ethiopian man reading Isaiah the prophet, and preach Christ to him? God's holy and precious word, every dot and tittle, is the revelation of Christ Jesus. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but God's word, Jesus is the living word of God, shall never pass away. The four gospels you are the fifth, fifth gospel and the only one the world may ever really come to see and know, point to Christ. 
but it is the book of Ephesians that reveals to us the will of God and lets us know who we are in Jesus. Every single member in the body of Christ Jesus today, here on earth, the church, should present his or herself, all of their faculties as a living, holy, devoted, and consecrated sacrifice unto God, our Heavenly Father. This is our most reasonable, rational, intelligent, spiritual service and worship. Let us all do so in spirit and truth, loving God and one another, in Jesus' name. Amen. Next time we'll be talking about, well, I hope so, out of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11 and Ephesians chapter 11 verse 10.